entrepreneur. It doesn't matter where you are currently located in the world because it's time to settle in and buckle up for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute with your host, Mark Newsom, otherwise known as Mr. Marketing. Hey, entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and welcome to another exciting and, yes, potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute. Entrepreneur, today we are going to talk about how you and or your major competitors can find local micro-influencers who will literally go out of their way, you'll find out why in just a moment, to promote your brand or service like crazy for literally pennies on the dollar. Ladies and gentlemen, it's no secret that the physical mega convention events are back in droves. Practically every industry you can think of that pre-COVID were rocking these, you know, either once or twice a year annual events and or a lot of new players have uh, entered this arena too. For example, what's becoming big on its own? It was already making headway like crazy. You know, these conventions that back in the day, it used to be heavily, you know, these traveling conventions would come into town. They'd have six to nine speakers over a two to three day period. And they would have the, the staple subjects like how to make money in the stock market or how to make money specifically using penny stocks, how to invest in real estate using, you know, quote unquote, creative financing methods, or how to make a fortune in foreclosures, uh, how to work from home, and maybe there was an MLM opportunity in there. There were all kind of players. And one of the, later on now, one of the major players that was stepping onto the scene was how to invest or make a fortune in crypto. Well, the cryptocurrency is so huge now, they've broken off and gotten their own conventions. And then, of course, COVID hit, and you know people started doing all these virtual events, and they're still rocking virtual events like crazy. But the physical events are coming back. The major players in the house are coming back, announcing their one to three day events and on and on. So I want you to think about this. We, as usual, we're going to take seven plus three, in other words, the template, and we're going to simply spin off it. Eight plus two, nine plus nine. I'm sorry, excuse me, nine plus one. Uh, seven plus three, six plus four, five plus five. 15 minus 5, 40 divided by 2, minus 10, 40 divided by 4. You get the point that mathematically you, you're getting to the same place, correct? So here's the point. Imagine now a major, the main, one of the major retail appliance uh, centers sponsors their major, their association sponsors their major event, you know, in a local area, maybe in your local area. And the locals come in like crazy because, you know, they're going to get to see the latest new techno gadgetry to do appliances you know it's a, it's a big gala event and let's say for this particular three-day event they're expecting anywhere in terms of local attendance anywhere from 15 to 25,000 men and women in total so you know it should be a, a huge audience now we're going to think about some of the nuances first of all one of the major players who again who's not franchised they're going to hire some attractive women, maybe 10 to 15, maybe 25 max. And they're going to give these women to start out each day between 500 and 1,000 of their best market tested 
either single-sided or two-sided index cards. If it's two-sided, side A is going to invite the recipient, in other words, the person they pass this out to, to enter the free drawing of this retailer for a chance, get this, to win a ten or X thousand dollar um, deluxe home entertainment system, you know, whatever that entails. And they'll go to the capture page. And when I say lead capture page and or sign up form, ladies and gentlemen, it's basically the same thing. Sometimes it's referred to as a squeeze page because in the case of when we say squeeze page, what we're saying is the only choice that the visitor has, they either decide to enter their name and give their primary email address or leave. That's it. There's no uh, sidebars to uh, distract them. They either read that main power headline and a couple of those bullets and decide they want in or they don't. ECA or nay. That's it. Now, if it's two-sided, side B is basically going to invite the recipient to come to the retailer's physical local store in that particular area. And they'll have an X-day window, typically a 10 or 5 or 10 X-day window expiration date period. If they come alone. They decide for whatever reason not to drag a friend who's at least 18, and that's what it's going to tell them on the card, you know, in, in so many words. But if they decide for whatever reason not to come along, I mean, to come along, then they can save 10%, again, for an extremely limited time, up to $200. So, in other words, you know, not very exciting offer. However, simply for dragging this friend who's at least 18 before that expiration date windows, in other words, you're creating urgency and scarcity, as long as they do that, pardon me. Then they can save up to 40% or X, meaning whatever the numbers are that they come up with, up to $2,000. And their friend, as long as they join the retailer or the vendor's list before they leave the store that day, you got to nail them down, ladies and gentlemen, that's called scarcity. But for doing that, they will be ethically bribed and they can save, say, 30%, a maximum of 30%, up to $1,000 or X to X. But if they, too, decide not to join the list, um, then they can save 10% up to $100. So in other words, it's not as good as the person who brought them there, but they can still save. And granted, you can rest assured some will choose that option. But just like McDonald's makes a fortune every day and every year simply by saying, would you like fries with that? And a certain percentage or fries and apple pie or a large soda, a large uh, uh, shake to go along with that. In other words, that's called an upsell. or Some people call it an add-on sale. It really doesn't matter what you call it, ladies and gentlemen, but you should be implementing. If it's good enough for a multi-billion dollar corporation like McDonald's and some of these other fast food restaurants who make, it, who make a fortune every day, it should be good enough for you and I. But here's the point. McDonald's doesn't get everybody. When they say, would you like fries with that? Some people decline. But the people who say yes, McDonald's takes it to that next level by simply saying, if they say, would you like fries with that? They say, supersize you. And a certain percentage of the people who walked into McDonald's not expecting to have fries or a strawberry shake or some additional order uh, added to their order will say yes to being supersized. And McDonald's sells the supersized and the upsell at their regular price. In other words, when you and I do an upsell, like if somebody, oh, and here's the other thing, ladies and gentlemen. But let me finish this thought first. When, when you and I do an upsell, we normally offer a discount for the product or service. So I was going to say, 
If you or any of your top joint venture partners or cross-promotional partners are doing any type of mail order, you have a mail order component to your business, meaning you're physically sending out orders, if you or and or one of your top joint venture partners don't have a market-tested, extremely time-sensitive offer, an additional offer for that red-hot customer to buy something else, shame on you because you're leaving a fortune on the table. Let me have a sip of water. What I was going to say is when McDonald's says, would you like fries with that? They don't discount the price. So they get full retail and they are typically average worldwide now between 10 and 40 percent of their daily foot traffic that either you know comes to the drive through or physically comes into the store. And this is part of what I like to refer to as institutional marketing, meaning it's set as part of their marketing strategy. Here's something else, ladies and gentlemen. I call this uh, institutional marketing, too. Anytime you have a business, a product, or service where you're obviously um, targeting adults, but let's say in the case, let's say a women's shoe store or a women's boutique or a women's uh, clothing store. If a woman comes in with kids, uh, you know, say under a certain age, 12 and under, may not be as high as 12, but let's, you know, just for this example, 12 and under, you need to have some type of potential ethical bribe those kids would want that you hang out as a carrot in front of that female and you say, just for spending X amount more. The kids get X. If she's wearing a wedding ring or an engagement ring, you need to have an ethical bribe that says if she spends a little more, the husband or the man in her life gets X. This could be her father, her brother, her uncle, obviously her spouse and or her living significant other or her boyfriend. Here's the other thing. In reverse, a man walks in with kids. Same exact thing. A man walks in with a wedding ring on. Same exact thing. A man walks in with a woman who's either his wife, his daughter, his mom, whoever, simply for spending X more, the female gets X. And it, don't be cheesy. Run your total lifetime customer value metrics numbers so you know what you can afford to offer an extremely attractive, sexy, uh, ethical bribe. Don't blow this one. A fortune is walking in and out of your, a potential fortune, pardon me, is walking in and out of your business every day. And you're not taking advantage of this. Shame on you. Now, on to the business at hand. These, getting back to the convention, these attractive local ladies are going to be given to start off with each day between 500 and 1,000 of these market-tested, two-sided uh, index cards. And the other thing is, ladies and gentlemen, for the uh, X-Day expiration date window, they're going to simply look on their phone or a physical calendar, and they're going to go 10 days out, not 10 business days. Whatever the next 10 days are on that calendar, even if the 10th day is a major holiday in America, they still write it in. Because this means now the, the recipient has nine days, not ten. Okay? So that, that adds to the scarcity. 
But here's the other thing. As these ladies pass these out every day, and they'll all be given a specific code so that, in other words, an ID code. So the retailer knows at the end of the day which one of these, say, 10 to 25 women, the top three, produce the most opt-in subscribers that day. Because the one who produces the most at the end of the day, they're going to be given a $250 cash or X dollar cash bonus. Now, let's say the event lasts three days. And the second prize winner, they're going to be given a $150 cash bonus. And the third prize winner, $50. So in other words, they want these women hustling. Now, here's the other thing. Over the entire three-day event, any lady who happens to lead the pack, again, in other words, let's say day one, she was number one, and day two, or day three, she turns out to be number one. Any female that leads the pack at least once, the second time they win, or if they win, you know, are the number one all three days, they get double of what they got the first time. So in other words, instead of getting 250 if they lead the pack again day two, they get a $500 cash bonus. If they lead the pack again day three, that $500 doubles again, and they get $1,000 on top of that. But let's go a step further. Again, this is how I want you to start thinking about marketing and promoting. First of all, you got to remember, 99% of the other uh, participants in this mega convention, here's what they're going to do. They got their fancy booths set up. Some of them invest between $25,000, $75,000 for one of these fancy booths, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's correct. What they're going to primarily concentrate on is the people who come through the door waiting for these people to, A, come to their booth. Some of them might be smart enough to go buy a tray of muffins or whatever, and they're walking around passing the muffins out to whoever, and then they point and say, we're booth 27 or whatever, but the vast majority of them won't even do that. So, but here's the point. Once the event is over, they simply break down their booth or maybe the people, they, if they paid, you know, I don't know, $50,000 for it, you know, they have professionals break it down and they're off to the next event. They're done. That's it. And 99% of them are not capturing opt-in email addresses for follow-up purposes. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever watched a movie with friends or family or neighbors and you're talking during the course of the movie and then maybe a week later, two weeks later, three months later, you watch that same movie by yourself. You're focused on the movie and you're saying to yourself, wow, I didn't catch that the first time or B, I didn't realize that's what they meant by that the first time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the same in business. Yeah, a ton of locals come through these events, but they may not physically or emotionally or financially be in the position to actually take advantage and buy or buy more than they want to uh, buy at the event. So if you're not systematically and strategically following up with them, you're leaving a proverbial fortune on the table. And when they are ready to buy, guess who they're going to buy from? That's correct. Your major competitors. So here's the point. These ladies, and again, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, when I show you how you use this uh uh, ethical bribe strategy for these ladies. It doesn't have to be 250 and then double to five. The point is you pay them X, the top one or two or three, and then you reward the one who does best because you want them all to start hustling like crazy. You double it and then you double it again 
if they, you know, lead the pack for the third time or, or whatever, however the numbers shake out. But here's the other thing I want to tell you. Remember, and here's the other thing. Some of these super smart local retailers, you know what they're going to do? Because they're such geniuses. They're going to go ahead and invest an additional ten to $40,000 three months out or two months out buying a local billboard telling you about this event that's coming up. Oh, how exciting. Not realizing that once they spend that money, if their approach, meaning whatever's written on that billboard, really doesn't work, they are stuck. Just like you're going to be. That's why I don't recommend companies waste money on billboards. Because the bottom line is you have to test. And if you just throw something up and think, especially men, passing by that a billboard at 40 miles an hour or more and there's not an attractive woman leaning up against a car you forget it you're not gonna reach us sorry it's just not gonna happen now here's the point the lady who leads the pack her and the second most productive uh, person passing these reps pat you know temporary reps passing out whatever the the one who's first guess what you're gonna do for her you're going to hook her up with a $2,500 diamond studded necklace. And get this. At the end of the event, as long as she has generated a total number of subscribers for you, because remember, she's got an ID that she's going to, that they put in on the lead capture page. So you know who, uh, which of these women are leading the pack. As long as she, uh, produces X amount of subscribers for you, you'll give it a diamond nut studded necklace free. Now think about this. Now, and the lady who's second, you're going to give her a $650 pair of diamond studded earrings. And I forgot to mention, both ladies will need to put up the actual hard cost. Because, you know, once this event is over, that's a used piece of jewelry. And it still has, a, you know, you still got to use for it. You know, we can cover that in, in another uh, episode or probably by now, if you've listened to enough of these episodes, you should be able to come up with a spinoff or two very easily. But here's the point. Those two ladies are now walking around. One is rocking a $2,500 diamond set of necklace that she put up half. That way, if she disappears right after the convention, she doesn't take her bling with you or take your bling with her. Now, think about what they will do. Let's say the convention has lasts uh, uh, nine hours. What's she going to do until the next day? I suggest she's going to be texting and taking pictures and posting on Instagram showing off her bling. But that's just me. Now, here's the other thing I want you to think about. Because remember, that billboard that cost $40,000 or more, for these other local retailers, instead of you throwing away that money, you're putting it to use this way. And hopefully you can see how if nothing else, at least testing my approach is far likely to be more productive and effective, both in the short and long term. Here's the other thing. I finish it. You're going to have all of these ladies pick out a local store to go to that's non-franchised. They're going to walk in, introduce themselves, and ask the owner or owners if they're interested in earning an additional 
25% in passive income over the next X amount of days. So you might have these ladies, once they're selected, go out and do this two, three days before. The point is, your the retail uh, appliance center or retail jeweler, whoever's sponsoring this, is going to have these ladies wearing your bling, in, in case of the jeweler, sitting in the shop, and every customer who spends over X, they get an extremely time-sensitive gift certificate to, you know, it's two-sided, A, enter the free drawing, B, drag a friend for this expiration date to the physical store. And again, this all counts towards the daily total for these ladies. Now, some of these ladies will hustle. The vast majority, 80%, will not. But that 5 to 20%, they're not only going to get it done, but they're going to have a story to tell at Thanksgiving, New Year's, when they attend the Super Bowl party, uh, the NASCAR party, some uh, mega superstar that they go over somebody's house or have people come to their house to watch um, on their 75-inch uh, flat screen TV. Because again, the ladies that lead one, two, or three, the top lady will be given a 75-inch flat screen TV. The number two will be able to get it at cost. Number three will be able to get it at uh, 25 or X percent off. Now, even though these are one-time investments on the, on the part of this retailer, think of the mega long-term positive viral word of mouth and mouse these type of strategies are going to create. That, those ladies, and whether they get the 65 to 75 inch flat screen TV at 25% at off, actual hard cost, or for free, they got a story to tell, ladies and gentlemen, over and over and over again. And people are going to want to hear it. You think some of their inner circle, neighbors, in-laws, relatives, besties, current, future co-workers, current, future employees, you think some of those ladies are not going to want to know how they can get hooked up with some bling? You think they might want to know how to do this for themselves? A percentage of them, and again, we're talking 80-20, 80% won't do much, but that 20% will, and they'll keep doing it. Now, rather than you and I swimming upstream, trying to figure out who's who, they'll sort themselves out. Let them. That's the point. Now, let's take it a step further. Hold on. Let me take a sip of water. What about the convention itself? What about it? Aren't they renting rooms to other people, locals, and people who are traveling? You think they rent every room every night? No way. You think they got some of those uh, upscale presidential suites, vice presidential suites, honeymoon suites that might occasionally go vacant? Uh-huh. So they either send a text message to every customer in the building or, you know, or uh, just have somebody slip a piece of paper extremely time-sensitive offer, say, the top five floors, or say the top floor, and then the next four or five underneath that, and just send, put a piece of paper or a text message and say, hey, simply for upgrading to the next level, you can save X percent off, but you get this extremely time 
sensitive gift certificate from our partners at blah 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 retail appliance center. Now you run rings around these other people because again they're very one-dimensional. They just see the tree, not the forest. So I'm trying to open your eyes potentially to what you could do. Ladies and gentlemen, do you know the story? I'm going to give you the super condensed story because I want to cut to the chase. Of the struggling uh, vacuum cleaner salesman who one day while watching uh, Let, Let's Make a Deal. Now, some of you have no idea what I'm talking about. And I get that. But that used to be a popular show in America years and years ago. But anyway, the premise of the story of, of the story was this gentleman got the idea that if he could offer a free gift the way they deal, did on Let's Make a Deal, they would ethically bribe you and say, you can have this or you take a chance and take, uh, choose what's behind door number two. And sometimes it would be a luxury car or a uh, refrigerator, stereo system, a new TV, and then sometimes it would be a donkey. You know, so that, yes, they call it Let's Make a Deal. So here's the point. He figured out that when he went to a door, and back when he was doing this in the, the mid to late 60s in America, when primarily the men went out and worked and the women stayed home and the grandmother stayed home and helped raise the kids, or if there were no kids yet, the wife was, you know, the homemaker. She took care of the house and all this other stuff. But here's the point. Now, when this gentleman came to the door, he would do his little spiel before they, you know, close the door in his face. He would say, and whether you do business with me or not, you get this free X pound bag of uh, detergent as my free gift or, you know, company's free gift just for looking at our presentation. Well, this got him into more doors and obviously he knew his, his metrics. The more actual presentations he gave, the more sales he would make. This guy over a you know, three to four year period vaulted to the top of the, the uh company in sales and eventually they made him a trainer on a regional level I'm sorry the district trainer then regional then he became the national sales trainer and by now he had books and seminars and workshops and he became an international bestseller and blah 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 here's the point do you not see that same exact concept he did eight plus two they're doing the retail appliance centers doing seven plus three by offering up their uh, extremely time-sensitive ethical bribe to the people who upgrade to a higher room. That's how you take a concept, ladies and gentlemen, and use it without having to be in that ex exact same business or that ex same uh, industry and on and on and on. Well, entrepreneur, if I have to go any further, sadly, it means at this point, right now, you and I simply are not a match. And that's not a bad thing. Things could change. But Let's get on to our housekeeping. And one other thing, ladies and gentlemen, before we do the housekeeping, and for those of you who are wondering, like, okay, this is my first time listening to Mr. Marketing. What is this housekeeping thing about? You'll see it in just a second. But let me say this. It's criminal and shame on you if you're still not using the magic question. Okay, Mark, I'm new. What's this magic question thing about? I'm going to try it out on you right now. You be honest and tell me what your gut needs reaction is because we're going to learn a lot about you right now. Is it okay to periodically refer you to new businesses and uh, customers? If your answer is an emphatic yes, and ladies and gentlemen, as long as you ask that question to men and women vendors you already have an established relationship with of some kind, 95 to 98% of the time you'll get an emphatic yes on that front end uh, question. Now, by the same token, here's your follow-up question. 
as long as it doesn't take away from anything you currently have going on or will have going on in the not so distant future, are you okay with periodic return, returning the favor? Again, if you have an established relationship with the vendors you pose this question to, 95 to 98% of the time, you will get an emphatic yes on that back end follow up question. And for those of you amongst us, and I know you're out there, who are perfectionists and your mind is turning, but Mark, what about the other people? Forget about them. Pivot and move on. That's my best advice to you. Take it or leave it. Now, on to the housekeeping. Ladies first of all, if you got value out of this or any other episodes of my podcast, or any other podcast for that matter. I sincerely hope you will share it with as many aspiring, profit-seeking entrepreneurs that you know. They'll get value. I totally appreciate and accept your uh, referrals. Here's the other thing. If you feel it's warranted, and only if you feel it's warranted, please leave that all-important five-star review. This way, organically, it pushes the message out. More people get exposed to it. More people start building and uh, increasing their cash flow and growing their business or service. And some of them, perhaps even you, will point to yours truly, Mark Newsom, a.k.a. Mr. Marketing, as one of the catalysts that helps springboard them into, this, into the next level. Now, if you are on LinkedIn, and I sincerely hope you are, because if you're serious about growing your business, that's where you should be. But if you are on LinkedIn, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what it'll say when you put my name into the box, Mark Newsom. Uh, I don't think it's going to come up Mr. Marketing, so put Mark Newsom in. And I don't know if it's going to say follow or connect, but whatever it says, I will return the favor by either following or connecting back with you. And then when you and I start posting content, and that's the other thing you should do, put your videos, your podcast episodes, uh, your blog post, uh, write a blog post on their platform. And by the way, LinkedIn prefers it when you and I stay on the platform. In other words, don't drive audiences, eyeballs off of their platform. But the point is, tag me. I'll tag you back. This grows and expands our reach because the algorithms want engagement. That way they know where to stick the paid advertising. That's what it's all about. All right. Now, if, ladies and gentlemen, you're interested in uh, getting some additional free exposure, here's what you need to do. I want you to create a short video describing first of all tell who your business product and service is then tell the benefit or benefits you gain from listening to the podcast and or reading content on my blog you can market online now.com don't skip any spaces and you send me the link to the video i and if you want you can make the video uh private meaning so the general public when you post it up on youtube the general public can't see it unless you give them the link that's fine, but you send me the video. I will, as long as I uh, approve of the video, I will stick the video in future relevant blog posts. And I send a link to my uh, opt-in email subscriber base, and you get exposure simply by helping me out 
by telling future audiences the benefits you got, which means at least some of them, if nothing else, might want to do a one and done. I don't recommend that, ladies and gentlemen. My current one-on-one uh, uh, -on -one consulting rates are very affordable. It's only $250 an hour. You could do one and done. I don't recommend it. It's not the best long-term strategy, but you know, if that's where you're at right now, that's where you're at. <clears throat> Pardon me. Hold on. Let me take some water. Here's the other thing. A much bigger bang for your buck. You invest in three hours up front, $250 an hour, $750. I threw on a bonus hour, sometimes a bonus 90 minutes. But the point being, you get a minimum of a $1,000 value. You get all the links via Zoom uh, to each session. And we sort of sequentially build on that. But we can, each session you want, we'll concentrate on whatever it is you want. You're the boss, okay? Now, understand something, ladies and gentlemen. You can also do a 15-minute free, no obligations, one-on-one, uh, -on -one, what I like to call power session. We'll take one issue and we'll talk about it. I'll try to be as helpful as I can, but please understand, I'm open for business. I'm looking for not one-and-done customers, but long-term repeat customers. But you're under no obligation. Now, here's the other thing. Uh, if you have a podcast, ladies and gentlemen, that's entrepreneurial based or you know someone that has one that's entrepreneurial based and you seriously think my skills, expertise and experiences would be of value to your tribe. I don't care how large or small your audience is. I would love to be a guest. So send me your link and in the uh, go to the uh, contact page of my blog. You can market online now dot com forward slash contact. Put in the subject line, potential guest podcasting opportunity or something to that effect. And don't write a novel, but in the body copy, tell me why you think my skill set would be of value and benefit to your tribe. And we'll go from there. Okay, you send me your calendar and we'll set things up. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to go to my blog. I want you to read at least three blog posts in three separate categories. If there is a video in there, whether it's one of mine or not, please watch the video at least twice. But especially if it's one of my videos, please uh, watch the video at least twice. And I say that not from an egotistical standpoint, from the standpoint of the second, third time you watch it, your creativity doors will open up in your mind. You'll see things you didn't see before. You get some new ideas and hopefully you'll be off to the races. Now, if there is a podcast episode like this embedded in the blog post. Please listen to it at least twice. Now, here's the other thing, and here's the reason why I'm telling you that. At the end of that simple exercise, and ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to try to do that all in one day. But at the end of that exercise, it should become crystal clear either you and I are a fit, we need to be doing business, or we're not. There's no ambiguity here, there's no in between. If you're hemming and hawing, by the time you listen to this one particular episode, at least twice, I'm not your guy. And no offense, you're not a match for me either. Okay? There's millions of men and women coming online, still coming online, discovering uh, this whole internet thing. They're looking for answers. They need help. If you're not in that category, it's okay. Not a big deal. Now, Ladies and gentlemen, if you know of any, and this is important, if you know of any non-franchise, in other words, 
independently owned business owners who own the following three businesses. Retail jewelry, retail furniture, retail appliance. I normally work off what's called a 25% performance basis, meaning every dollar I bring them they clearly didn't have before we start working together, they'll compensate me 25% and they can also do some other things we can talk about. I will gladly share half of my 25% of the front end only. I keep 100% of the back end and you're free to do this with whoever you want to as well, ladies and gentlemen. This is why I'm sharing it with you. But the point is, rather than me go prospecting, looking for these people, which I'm doing, if you happen to already have somebody like that in your inner or professional inner circle, then it only makes sense. You probably don't want to do all the heavy lifting or the consulting with them and all that. You just want to be paid a nice passive income and you'll be paid that income from that vendor as long as that relationship stays in place. So it's so kind of exciting. It's something to potentially think about. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's the other thing. Going forward, here's what I want you to think about. There are challenges and that's all there is. Either you and I can provide the answers or the solutions or whatever, or at this time, we cannot. But there's opportunity out here, plenty. Don't kid yourself. Plenty. So here's the other thing, last thing. When you go to my blog, youcanmarketonlinenow.com, entrepreneur, if you're serious, grab that free nine-page special report. It's about back-ending ton of information in that nine-page special report and also you get a free 22-part sequential follow-up email series but here's the caveat please Joe you read the nine-page uh, subscribe read the nine-page special report you start going through the 22-part sequential follow-up email series and if anywhere along the line you say you know what Mark this is good but it's just not for me here's what I want you to do please feel free to unsubscribe anytime you wish for whatever reasons you want but you and I can still be friends fair enough this is Mark Newsom Mr. Marketing and yes entrepreneur I am definitely looking forward to being with you again very shortly for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of the marketing minute and remember entrepreneur it's not how or where you started at. It's where you ultimately end up that counts.